Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. This indictment reads like a mafia case. It reads like something straight out of the Gambino crime family where they say the boss wants the tapes deleted. And when Thomas Jefferson visited Venice and visited the Doge and saw the separation of power, that was an inspiration for him. If you could do anything at all, Joe, what would you do? I said I'd cure cancer. They looked at me like, why cancer? Because no one thinks we can. That's why. And we can. We end the cancer as we know it. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new, the new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, news roundup and information overload. Our toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Got to give a lot of credit uh, to Senator Rand Paul. Uh, you know, all throughout COVID, you know, he was out there oftentimes as a, as a lone voice reminding reminding people about, as a medical doctor, he's also a doctor as well as a senator from Kentucky, Reminding people that something called natural immunity exists. Uh, for example, he, he had gotten COVID early and, and he decided not to get any of the vaccinations and shots moving forward, uh, boosters, whatever you want to call them. And anyway, and he was probably the, the most articulate person interrogating Anthony Fauci over a lot of issues involving COVID. For example, you know, everybody told us in the beginning that, well, if you if you get the vaccination, you're never going to get COVID. You're never going to transmit it to, to innocent other people. 
Well, that didn't last very long, but you would think that these so-called experts and viruses and doctors and the WHO that was nothing but a propaganda arm for the communist Chinese, you know, would have known that viruses mutate and anticipated that and not been so unequivocal in their statements that they were making to the American people all in an effort to get them to do and comply with what they wanted to comply with. Anyway, I've, I've been privy to a new book that will be coming out in October by Senator Rand Paul, Dr. Rand Paul, medical doctor that is. It's called Deception, the Great COVID Cover-Up. It's going to be out in October. You can order your first print edition on Amazon.com. We have a link on Hannity.com. Uh, but Senator Paul also announced an official criminal referral to the Department of Justice regarding Dr. Anthony Fauci, and he pointed specifically to an email from February of 2020 in which Fauci detailed a call with British medical researcher Jeremy Farrar, who was the director of the Wellcome Trust at the time. And according to Fauci, those on the task force call, including Francis Collins, former director of National Human Genome Research Institute, and, and other highly credible scientists with expertise in evolutionary biology, expressed concerns about the fact upon viewing the sequences of several uh, isolated isolates of what they call the COVID mutations. They were discovering mutations in the virus that would be most unusual to have evolved naturally in bats. Uh, and was there was great suspicion from the get-go that this mutation was intentionally inserted which would be more in line with the logical thought process of gain-of-function foul play. Anyway, Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, Dr. Rand Paul, I don't know what you prefer to be called. I think probably doctor would be more, less insulting. Yeah, you know, anymore being involved in politics isn't held in the highest esteem. <laughs> yeah, now, your, book, your book is phenomenal. This, this book is going to, you know, scare the hell out of Fauci. He's going to be looking for an early cop out, I promise you. Now, the one thing we do know for sure now is that he lied to Congress, and we know it mostly because he's admitted it in private emails. He didn't mean for these emails to become public, but the way it works is if you work for the federal government, you go to a federal judge, and people have gone to federal judge and said, we want to see these emails because we think he's not being honest. And lo and behold, what we have found is virtually everything he said has been a lie. So he came at first and he said, oh, we're not really funding research in China. We're not funding research in Wuhan. And then we found the actual articles and we found the grant number of the money they got from the NIH. And he says, oh, well, it was a subcontracting thing, but it's not gain of function. And I said, you want, I, I came back a month later and I said, I want to give you a chance to correct the record. You know it's a crime. It's a felony. Five years in prison to lie to Congress. Do you want to correct the record today? And he went on and on, got all hot and bothered, and said they unequivocally have never funded gain-of-function research. But you're right. We got an email last week that came out. It's from February of 2020, and he's describing a phone call in which he says all of them, everybody on the phone call was leaning towards the suspicion that this virus came from a lab because it looked like it was manipulated. But he went on to further say the reason we're suspicious is we know that in Wuhan they're doing gain-of-function research to take bat viruses, juice them up, and gain a function of being able to infect human cells. And he said it explicitly. And he described the research that he later said was not gain-of-function. So he can't even play word games with this anymore. He's dead to right. He absolutely lied. His own emails show that he lied. And yet, you know, hell's going to freeze over before, you know, Merrick Garland actually does anything about it.
I don't think Garland's going to do anything about it. And I think, yeah, hell would probably freeze over first. I mean, is there any statute of limitations issues regarding this? Uh, there probably are. and But I think they'd still be existing when we get a new president. And this is the frustration of everybody in America. And you read people's comments to things going there. It's like, why don't you do something about it? Do something about it. And they don't realize that, you know, other than the House having the power of the committees, it's no Democrat's going to vote for any investigation of this. No Democrat is for any committee hearings, and a million people died in America from COVID, and there's not been one hearing on the origin of the virus in the in the Senate. Democrats do not care. On the idea of speech, the idea that the FBI is paying Twitter to take things down, telling the telling Facebook they cannot comment on Hunter Biden's laptop, all of that was done. The worst infringement of the First Amendment maybe in our history, and I cannot find one Democrat interested. I've talked to two in the Senate. But I'm still trying to get them at all interested in a bill that would actually say this goes against the First Amendment. The FBI should not be meeting. Can you imagine, Sean, if after our interview, the FBI knocked on your door and said they wanted to sit down and discuss your interview because I said something like, you know, kids don't need a COVID vaccine and we think that's inappropriate. Can you imagine if the FBI were doing that in newsrooms around the country? Here's the number of my attorney. I will not talk to you. <laughs> exactly. But well, you know what the sad thing is? Because I grew up revering the FBI, Senator. I really did. I, my grandparents, all four of them came from Ireland. And my grandfather's brothers, two of his sons became FBI agents. And in my family, that was like deity. There's still a lot of good men and women in the field. I'm I, ninety percent of them. I'm no, I'm no doubt they're good people that put their lives on the line for us. But I'm not talking about. They're not the ones with the power, and they're not the ones that made the call to to meet with big tech companies in the months leading up to the 2020 election. And even though they had Hunter's laptop in December of 2019 and verified its authenticity no later than March of 2020 that they had these these FBI agents meeting weekly with big tech companies, telling them they'll, them they'll be victims of a misinformation campaign, and it may be about Joe and Hunter Biden when they knew damn well that laptop was, in fact, Hunter's. And you're right, Facebook asked directly, is it Hunter's? And they said, we can't comment. Why not? Yeah, and the thing is, is with the shoe on the other foot, you know, I'm pretty equal, you know, equal parts to both parties. A pox on both of them when they do the wrong thing. I've been critical of our leadership in the Senate for spending money and borrowing money and not caring enough about the deficit. And I'd like to think that if the shoe were on the other foot and if we were talking about, you know, a Republican's uh, material being hidden, that we would be big enough to say, you know, my goodness, they, none of this should be suppressed, that speech shouldn't be suppressed. More speech is always better than less speech. And you don't fix bad speech with limiting speech. You allow people to criticize it. And people are smart enough to figure out the truth. And the, the Democrats think people in general are too stupid to figure out truth. And so they need to figure it out for them and prevent them from hearing things that might be misinformation. But once you let the government define misinformation, we have a real problem because one miss person's misinformation uh is another man's truth it's very difficult to determine things that's why we have debate that's why we have isn't what the fbi did in this case by by censoring the the real truth about hunter biden's laptop that being a very real story well isn't that a form of election interference without question and so they they bandy these terms around democracy election interference um from one perspective and then you look at it and say, well, you kept out stuff that was 
bad, deleterious to the Biden campaign. You kept that out of the out of the news. Is that not interfering in the election? And, you know, they've done this to other senators. They got involved in Ron Johnson's race up there and said that Ron Johnson was guilty of listening to Russian disinformation. And this was done by the FBI planning the story and planning the meeting. And he's still been, you know, arguing this thing for a couple of years now, but in the middle of a very close race. That's one of those races, you know, in our country that Republicans and Democrats are almost equal in Wisconsin. He won, but it was it was the government getting involved. The FBI actually got involved in his race to say that he was listening to mis- misinformation from the Russians. That's pretty chilling. All right, quick break. More with Senator Rand Paul on the other side. 800-941-SEAN. A number you want to be a part of the program. Your calls, comments intuitive insight understanding coming up at the bottom of the hour 800-941-SEAN vice chair of comic relief richard curtis i know your legacy but your legacy is going to be impacted all right we continue now our discussion with senator ram paul who has now officially announced uh criminal a criminal referral uh for dr anthony fauci you know i'm very concerned over the america's involvement in let's say these globalist organizations, the World Economic Forum. I don't like the Paris Climate Accords. Uh, I'm not particularly even fond of the United Nations, which has a history of virulent anti-Americanism and and anti-Semitism. And we fund the vast majority of almost all of these these globalist groups. Uh, Certainly at the top of the list would be the World Health Organization. I believe they became the propaganda arm for the communist Chinese on the issue of covid let me play for you uh, Biden, Bill Gates, and the WHO director about the next pandemic. Listen to this. We do need more money, but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We continue building stronger health systems and institutions and accelerating efforts to achieve universal health coverage to make sure we're better prepared to tackle the health challenges, including the next pandemic, and there surely will be one. We need to be prepared for the next pandemic. When the next pandemic comes knocking, and it will, we must be ready to answer decisively, collectively, and equitably. The cost of being ready for the next pandemic is not super large. It's not like climate change where, you know, 10 trillion, 20 trillion, these are big numbers. You know, there's a number of things that bothers me about that, Senator. It was 100 years since the, the what, Spanish flu uh, when COVID-19 hit. Um, but I also interpret that as, oh, America's got to bear the brunt of financing another globalist organization so that they can waste all of our taxpayer dollars. And, and meanwhile, like in the Paris Accords, China, India will be viewed as uh, developing countries and, and pay next to nothing. Yeah, international conversations and cooperation is good, but in the end, Uncle Sam always gets stuck with the tab. You know, we have to pay for everything. We pay for 75% of a lot of these different groups. But the other thing is, is conversations and international cooperation should never threaten or infringe upon our sovereignty. And, you know, they've signed this pandemic treaty, and their hope is the next time around that instead of us having only Democrat governors putting us, you know, shutting down our churches and gymnasiums and restaurants, we're going to be taking orders from, you know, the WHO. And who knows, maybe there's somebody from China in charge of the WHO, or maybe it'll be Russia's turn to be in charge of the WHO. And we're just going to take orders from the WHO the next time around. 
this is a big deal. We need to fight it. Now, it's an agreement Biden and them have signed. It doesn't, we think, have the force of law because they're not going to put it before the Senate because we'll vote it down. But we shouldn't uh, give up talking about this because anything that endangers our sovereignty, agreeing to international rules, we should never agree to be bound by the Parliament of Europe or the Parliament of England or Russia or China or any other country. That This is a big deal and, and worth fighting about. What do you make of the... the uh revelation today that joe biden who said over and over again i never once talked to my son about his foreign business dealings uh do you think that the biden joe biden himself is in a real bribery scandal based on these allegations i think it's a tip of the iceberg i think there's more to come i think in particular the perhaps the most damning evidence is out there if it's still out there are the recordings apparently 15 recordings you know with hunter biden and this uh uh, fellow of interest in Ukraine, and then also uh, two recordings with Joe Biden. So those should be gotten. I, I don't know, did the FBI ever pursue those? Do we ever get an answer? But we're going to get more testimony this week from some of uh, Hunter Biden's associates, and we are learning more. And you're exactly right about the Ukrainian thing. The great irony that's lost on most of the mainstream media is that they impeached Donald Trump for a quid pro quo, threatening to withhold aid in order for them to investigate corruption. Well, Biden did the opposite. He he said, we're not going to give you your aid unless you quit investigating corruption. And nobody blinked an eye. And he's proud of himself and talks about it. But the people that was be, that were being investigated, the company that was being investigated was Burisma that was paying his son 50 grand a month. The whole thing stinks to high heaven, but it needs to continue to be put forward methodically, piece by piece. And that's what I've been saying to people, and people have misinterpreted it. I want the House to investigate this, but I don't want them to do a rash impeachment tomorrow. I want a thorough investigation, form a committee, really look into these things, and not jump the gun like the Democrats did with with, with the... No, I totally agree with you. I think it's got to be measured, and I think Democrats have abused the impeachment process. However, bribery, high crimes, misdemeanors would probably fall right in line with a legitimate impeachment, but also a criminal inquiry. Uh, Anyway, Senator Dr. Rand Paul, by the way, his new book will come out in October, The Great uh, Deception, The Great COVID Cover-Up. Thank you, sir, for being with us. Thanks, Sean. This is the Sean Hannity Show. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, 
and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour. Glad you're with us. 800-941-SHAWN, a number you want to be a part of the program. Uh, I've been telling you about home title theft. Um, by the way, do you open junk mail? Most people do not. But you can Google the story of a mom who started getting a bunch of junk mail about mortgages. And like the rest of us, just, you know, go straight to the trash. And one day she looks closer and it was pretty lucky she did because the total strangers she discovered was now the legal owner of her family home. Now, our friends at HomeTitleLock.com showed us how quickly these cyber thieves, they're all targeting U.S. homeowners now from all over the world, can actually transfer your home into their name because everybody's title is online. And so is your signature. And they forge it and they steal it and then they sell it from underneath you or they take out loans in your name. And by the time you figure it out, they're long gone. Anyway, that's why you need HomeTitleLock.com. They monitor what is the largest database of property records in the U.S. 24-7. You'll get an alert the second anybody messes with your home title. And Home Title Lock's team of restoration specialists are there if, God forbid, uh, they're trying to steal your home. And right now, our friends at HomeTitleLock.com, they'll give you 30 days of protection free. They'll uh, also give you a free title scan so that you can verify your home is still in your name and you're not a victim. Just go to HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code Sean to get this offer. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Sean. That's S-E-A-N. Not sure if many of you heard Joe Biden over the weekend. My family, when they want to get an important message to me, they tape it on the mirror of my bathroom. That is weird. Listen. My family, when they want to get an important message to me, they tape it on the mirror of the bathroom. <laughs> I'm serious. Not as so you wake up in the morning. And- yeah, no, it's, it's on the mirror. I guess I was down early on. It's not going to be 10 years ago. I was down or something. Uh-huh. And... Uh, my daughter actually taped on my, she's a social worker, taped on my mirror. Happiness is something, something to do, something to love and something to look forward to. Get in, dad, you have all those things. <laughs> Isn't that nice? You want to get the president's attention? Find a way into his bathroom. Uh, uh, Donald Trump's campaign slamming Biden in a new ad. Listen to this. What do you call someone this week? Someone caught in a bribery scandal that made them millions, complicit in a government cover-up, 
and uses your government to get special deals for his family? You call them Joe Biden. And acting just like a corrupt third world dictator, Biden has unleashed a cadre of unscrupulous government bureaucrats he controls to act like rabid wolves and attack his greatest threat. Launching one of the greatest witch hunts in history. But Biden's underestimated the intelligence of voters. And Trump's support is growing even stronger. As hardworking Americans come together in huge numbers to stand with the one person they know has their backs and will fight to make America great again. I'm Donald J. Trump and I approve this message. It is an amazing phenomenon. Every time they they come up with a new charge, new attack, everybody, at some point you begin to see this. This is not about prosecution. Well, okay, if it's about documents, top secret, classified documents, why didn't they go after Hillary? Why didn't they go after Joe Biden? Why didn't they raid Chappaqua? Why didn't they raid Joe's four locations? You know, where, where's the special counsel charging either Hillary or Joe? And having top secret classified documents that doesn't exist there. Why didn't they turn them over? Why aren't they held accountable? Uh, of course, no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute. It's, it's just such a double standard. And with each new indictment, and there will be, I'm, I'm pretty certain, two more. One will be the special counsel January 6th indictment, and one will be in Fulton County, Georgia, uh, where the DA there will charge them with something i mean I, I keep reading racketeering rico i mean who knows what they're going to come up with but they'll make it up but you know of course when uh this plea deal of hunter nobody can answer anything about the biden bribery scandal allegations can they why did fundamental question why did all these countries pay somebody that admitted in open court that he was addicted to substances, including crack cocaine, until 2019, from 2003, during all of those deals with China, Russia, Romania, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, and Mexico, a dozen plus countries. Why, um, why did they pay Hunter all that money? And why do you ignore a 1023 form? And nobody seems to care in the media. Just such a double standard. Unreal. These are unreal times we're living in. It really is. Uh, all right, let's go to Tom is in New Hampshire. Tom, how are you? You're on the Sean Hannity show. Uh, good afternoon, Sean. Great to finally talk to you. First time caller. Um, I wouldn't, uh, first thing I was thinking, I get off topic a second, but I was thinking at least this way, if I need my crack paraphernalia, I can go to the vending machine in New York versus getting my condiments out of, uh, the restaurants. But anyway, uh, <laughs> By the way, that's such a good point. You can, you, you can get, you can, you can go get, you know, your, well, what are they included? I think they included crack pipes. I forget what else they included. I just don't remember. I'm, you know, I'm not really into the crack culture world. So, but yeah, they have vending machines where you get all this stuff for free. But you, but you can't get an extra cup, uh, thing of ketchup. But anyway, um, so uh, the reason I wanted to call is is one thing that really hasn't popped up. I've been watching the hearings with Comer and uh, uh, Jordan doing a great job bringing a lot of this to light. But I've wondered why has Tony Bobolinsky not been called in to give public testimony? He seemed to be the guy to go to. I watched the the, uh, the Tucker Carlson interview when it first was on. Was it October of 
18 months ago. And he had all his dates down. He had emails. He had all that documentation that really would take those pieces and put them together. But unfortunately, his name has just sort of fallen off the, the grid. And I wondered why uh, a lot of the folks that are part of these these commissions and, and uh, committees have not really looked to have him come in and give a, a deposition or even be there for questioning. Because I think he has unrefutable information that would really tie a lot of these things together. And quite honestly, that's what spurred me to go out and get uh, uh, Miranda Devine's book and he'd kind of, you know, support what he had brought up. And it, it was she did a great job reporting on it as well. You know, you raise a good point. Um, that was a good interview. I, I had a follow up interview months, months and months later and have spoken to Tony Bobolinsky and he seemed credible to me. But uh, what he's doing, what he might be involved in, it's one of those things you just never know who these people are talking to at any given time. So I, I, I think maybe his silence, you shouldn't read much into it. I think the fact that he first identified him as the big guy and now there are many other references to the big guy being Joe Biden is going to be very relevant down the road. And that's when we first learned that. So uh, you raise a good point. I don't I I imagine that he's just biding his time, waiting for his moment. And we haven't heard the last of him. That's my guess. And I hope it comes sooner than later because this has been drawn out for so long. And when you look at the, you know, everything says, oh, it's circumstantial. And, and I've been listening to all of these things. And you, you have to be a first year law student to put the pieces together and go, okay, we've got a convictable case. Let's bring this forward. And to, to hear people in the hallways of the, the halls of Congress saying, oh, this is all, there's nothing here. And I'm like, are you aware? Are you alive? Are you, what are you, what are you watching? What show did you just watch? Because I watched three and a half hours of very convincing testimony by people that I thought they had uh, their act together and they brought up documents. And then you have the people, other people saying there's nothing here. And I just wonder what they use for a rationale sometimes to bring that type of thought process to light. No, I think you, I think you raise a lot of good points. I really do. And, um, you know, we'll see. All I know is, you know, we're getting some serious information about, you know, uh, as I mentioned earlier today, Biden's de facto lawyer what in a shaken, sweaty panic after Devin Archer's, uh, hearing Goldman admitting Joe did coordinate with Hunter's business associates, but he only wanted to say hi. Uh, let me say hi to all of your big farm business uh, partners, Hunter, uh, especially from uh, some of our top geopolitical foes. I'm telling you, the walls are closing in. You can look at everything that they're going to do and, and charge Donald Trump with from, you know, going back to his old business days in New York with with Alvin Bragg uh, down in Florida. The 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 issue of documents, top secret classified documents, of course, the double standard is as flagrant as any I've ever seen or heard. Uh, then January 6th. OK, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of information that is exculpatory that nobody has really brought up or brought out. And, you know, we, we can look at all of this, but I'm telling you, we are going to get to the bottom of all of this. I really believe that. Anyway, my friend, appreciate the uh, call. Thank you. 800-941-SEAN. Thomas is in South Carolina. Thomas is hard as trouble. Thomas, we can't have that. What's going on, sir? Hey, how's it going, Sean? What's going on? Um, so, shout out to especially Butch talking about the addiction, and you did a very good job talking to him about that. 
my main concern is what what do we do now? In 2024, we basically don't have anyone that can stop this. Um, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Donald Trump, his uncle was John G. Trump. So technically he's, he's kind of, his family has been in this country for a while. And I think that that's why uh, the deep state, the left, hate him. But it seems like I'm not, I'm not I'm not sure what I'm what you follow. I think they don't like Donald Trump because Donald Trump is a threat to the deep state. I really believe that. I think he's a threat yeah. to the good old boy system and the way things have been going. And, you know, establishment figures can be Republican or Democrat. You know, people that I I just never thought this could happen in our country. And I, I never thought that the FBI would be putting cinder blocks or at least the top echelon would be putting cinder blocks on the scales of presidential elections. I never thought that they would prevent pertinent information that they knew was true and prevent it and work hard from preventing it from being disseminated before an election. I never thought that we'd have a dual justice system that treats Hillary one way, Joe Biden and the Biden family one way, and and Donald Trump and conservatives another way. I never thought that, you know, Paul Manafort's going to get hit with a ferret charge. Why not Hunter Biden, considering he didn't follow the, the Farrah laws? Um, I agree with you completely. Um, my concern is, so a lot of people that that listen to the news, they're already on one side of the fence or the other. Um, but a lot of young people are influenced by the media that they get. Um, and a, a lot of it is censorship, you know, like you discussed earlier. Um, so how do we get past, what do we do in 2024? I've heard you talk about, you know, uh, kind of meeting, meeting the Democrats on their level with, uh, you know, the ballot harvesting and stuff like that. But really it's, it's a, uh, it's a psychological thing. How do, how do we convey like, the drugs, the crime, um, the inflation, all, all these things. Where is our hero for this round of this battle? Because if we don't get one, we're, we're I don't I don't I don't put my I, I think it's got to be a group. I don't think it's going to be a, a individual. I mean, it might be a leader. I mean, go to Braveheart. You know, if if you remember Sir Robert the Bruce uh, and, you know, being lectured, if you lead them. I'll, they'll follow, and so will I. Remember that moment, and then he, then he betrayed. Uh, uh, in that case, William Wallace. So, um, you know what? There, there is a need for a movement, and the movement is simple: a movement towards conservatism. Conservative uh, principles work. That's why I'm, I'm, I am a conservative. I'm not a Republican. I want limited government, greater freedom. I want less government intrusion into our life, lower taxes for the economy. I want energy independence because it's smart. It's good for national security, job creation. Uh, it's It can make America an energy-rich country. I want our borders secure. I want our cities and towns safe and secure so everybody can pursue happiness and, and the talent that God gave them. Uh, I, want a, I want a court system where people stay in their lane and and understand and respect co-equal branches of government and not legislate from the bench. I want a constitutional republic that we once had. On national defense, I believe in peace through strength. 
You know, these I, I want a school system that gives parents choice in education. I don't think what I'm asking for here is very complicated. If it was, then may, I probably wouldn't be advocating this position. Anyway, good call, my friend. Don't forget James Comer and Jim Jordan tonight, Hannity, 9 Eastern, both uh, in this hearing today with Devin Archer. And we'll, we'll get some insight into what really went on there in spite of the media spin. Uh, but it seems like this is not a good day for Joe Biden. Forget Hunter. Not a good day for Joe. Because Joe's up to his eyeballs in this, as we've now been saying. This this Bi Joe Biden bribery scandal allegation is very real. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, on the Fox News Channel. All right, James Comer, Jim Jordan, both in the room the entire time with Devin Archer today. We'll get their firsthand account of all of the varying things that we've learned in detail. Uh, later on, also Tulsi Gabbard, Matt Whitaker, Greg Jarrett, uh, Tommy Laren, Charlie Arnold, and much, much more. Set your DVR, Hannity, 9 Eastern on Fox. We'll see you tonight, back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.